Welcome to the Commands of Christ podcast brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. We're excited about guiding people to the Word of God to experience the abundant life and to be encouraged as they walk as disciples of Jesus all through the power of Christ living in us. And now, your hosts, Gabe Cleeter and Nate Payne. Today we're concluding the command of Christ, choose the narrow way. This is our fourth episode in this series, and in this episode, we want to conclude talking about some of the challenges of the narrow way, but we also want to talk about some of the rewards of choosing the narrow way. So, Gabe, before we jump into this, why don't you go ahead and read our verses where we derive this command from? So the command is derived from Matthew chapter 7, uh, verses 13 and 14, where it says, Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. Mm. So I think, Gabe, there's obviously this is contrasting, as we've talked about, two gates, two ways. But what I want to focus on here in the next minute or so is that it says few there be that find the straight gate and that choose the narrow way. But then it contrasts that with many there be which choose the wide gate and the broad way. And so one of the questions that our listeners might have is, why do so few choose the straight gate and the narrow way? And I think there's there's probably several reasons, um, but maybe just touching on a few with some scriptural background might um, bring some clarity here, is the first thing is, is it's it's the entering in at the straight gate and choosing the narrow way really flies in the face of all of our natural tendencies, our natural in- inclinations. John six forty four says this, No man can come to me except the Father which hath sent me draw him. And I will raise him up at the last day. And just the the idea that I want to pull out from this scripture verse is that no man comes to God except God draws him. And the, choosing the narrow way is not choosing the natural way. It's choosing the spiritual way, choosing the supernatural way. And it's really God that draws us to choosing that. It's really God that empowers us. And so I think one of the challenges is that it really, it's, and this leads me into the very next point I have, is it's it's not comfortable, right? Part of it's denying myself. Luke 9.23 says, and he said to them all, this is Jesus speaking, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross daily and follow me. Um, and so you see this, that it, it's it's not comfortable. It, it's, it's a way of self-denial. And, and just in, in a way of surrender. But then also in John 3.20, we see that as part of maybe the reason why people just, the multitudes or the masses don't choose the narrow way is that sin must be acknowledged. If I choose to enter in at the straight gate, I'm immediately coming face to face with Jesus Christ. And right, and and my sin has to be reckoned, and my sin has to be acknowledged. And not only that, but when I enter in through the straight gate and I'm on the narrow way, the Holy Spirit touches on different things in my life that I have to give up, or I have to surrender, or I have to confess. John three twenty says, "For everyone that doeth evil hateth the light, 
neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. Sin must be acknowledged when we come to the straight gate and we walk the, that, that narrow, narrow way. And then last but not least, we've talked about this in the past, but on the outset or at the beginning, it seems to be lonely. The road seems to be lonely. Luke 14, 26, Jesus says, If any man will come after me or will come to me and hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters, yea, and his own life also, he cannot be my disciple. I think, Gabe, these are some of the reasons why people don't, the majority does not choose the narrow way is because it's narrow. But as we've talked about in the past, and as we're going to talk about here moving forward in this episode, is that it's, it, it's, it's, it's not, the focus isn't just on what we're turning away from. The focus is, is who we're turning to. And I think there's that, this has a really key element as we're talking about these things. Well, and I think, I think of the quote of what Jim Elliott said. He said, he is no fool who gives what he cannot keep to gain what he cannot lose. Wow. And that really is the walking in the narrow way. It's the giving up of the temporal for that which is eternal. Mm-hmm. It's turning from temporal happiness and temporal worldly pleasure to seek the eternal, to mm-hmm. seek the Lord Jesus mm-hmm. Christ, to seek his kingdom. Mm-hmm. And yet, in seeking his kingdom first and in pursuing him, we actually find joy and rest and peace and fulfillment um, because really, the one attraction to the narrow way, you know, you, you covered some, the, some of the difficulties and the challenges and, 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 and the things that we have to acknowledge um, as part of walking, as believers walking in the narrow way, the things that we're going to have to work through. But I think that the one attraction to the narrow way. It's not fame, it's not wealth, it's not position, it's not prestige. The one attraction to the narrow way is Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. the way himself, right? Where we, we cultivate a greater intimacy with him. But isn't it amazing that when we begin to seek the Lord with our whole heart, we find him to be our all. As we delight ourselves in the Lord, he becomes the desire of our heart. Mm-hmm. And we experience the, the joy of fellowship with him. I think of a quote that I saw by A.W. Tozer, where he said, the man who has God for his treasure has all things in one. Wow. Many ordinary treasures may be denied him, or if he is allowed to have them, the enjoyment of them will be so tempered that they will never be necessary to his happiness. Or if he must see them go one after one, he will scarcely feel a sense of loss for having the source of all things he has in one, all satisfaction, all pleasure, all delight. Whatever he may lose, he has actually lost nothing, for he now has it all in one, and he has it purely, legitimately, forever. And that's the narrow way. That's walking with Christ, is that when we realize when we have him, we've really, even the things that we're turning from and Mm -hmm. the things we have to set aside to pursue him, we've really lost nothing because we've we've gained the eternal treasure of that relationship with Christ. Mm -hmm. And I love how he talked about the source, having the source. Christ is the source. And I think that's that's one of the deceptions of the things in the world is that yes, God can can and does provide enjoyment in 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 having things or having relationships and and he can provide that enjoyment in in and through those things, but that's not the source. Mm-hmm. The source is Christ. And unless, and, and Gabe, it's so easy to get the, the source 
and then it's it's like the gift and the giver the difference between the gift and the giver it's like just loving the gift and 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 totally ignoring the giver and this doesn't make sense the reason why even many times the gift is is important is because it came from the giver and and the, the giver is important to us and i think an, another um kind of element here gabe as we talk about um just the, the contrast between the, the suffering really in many ways of choosing the narrow way but then the reward is I think we have to realize is that there's there's two things we choose between, but they're both temporary. And I don't think this really gets brought to the surface enough. Either there's choosing the temporary pleasures of sin, which mm-hmm. which is what the world offers. That's the broad way. That's the wide gate. Or we can choose the temporary suffering for Christ but yet gain eternal rewards, eternal life. So you have the temporary pleasures of sin, which bring eternal destruction, right? Or we have the temporary, or choosing the temporary sufferings for Christ, which brings eternal reward. Both are temporary, and it's so easy to get hung up on the temporary suffering, or that's too much, or that's, that's you know, that, that's going to cost too much. Well, we're only pilgrims. We're only strangers here on this earth. But there's going to be an eternity. And if we choose the, the, the straight gate and we choose the narrow way, that eternity will be spent with the Lord. And what a blessed gift that will be. Well, and I think with this, too, that I, I think of um, in Psalm 73, David kind of talks about this struggle of how he saw the wicked prospering, and, and, mm. and he saw those, if I could put it this way, going on the Broadway, and they yes. seem to have it all together, and they seem yes. to be doing so well, and they seem to be so blessed, and he struggled with that, because he's like, why is it that it seems like the wicked taking the Broadway are doing so well, you know, and they right. seem so prosperous, and, 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 and it's interesting that what he said is, is he struggled with that, he says, until... And, I, and we're going to pick it up at verse um, 17 in Psalm 73. He says, at 17, he says, Until I went into the sanctuary of God, then I understood their end. Mm-hmm. And he saw that although those taking the Broadway, if I could use that term, seemed to be doing so well and having the prosper and to be prospering, the, the, the way that they were going was going to end in death and destruction. Mm-hmm. Whereas the narrow way, the way that at times is difficult and, and it has, has adversity, is the way that leads to to life the way that leads to um true joy and fulfillment and i think it's important to see that like to acknowledge the end right Mm -hmm. kind of like what you were saying you know the world promises life and um you know happiness and pleasure now but it ends in death right there's a Mm -hmm. way that seems right to a man but it ends in death whereas god's way entering through the narrow way starts with death death to self right and embracing the cross but it ends in life and peace mm-hmm. and rest. And so I think it's important to see that for us to consider the end and to realize the importance. It gives a lot of perspective when you consider the end and considering the end goal of the narrow way is greater intimacy with Christ and the g- growing of that relationship and being usable by him mm-hmm. to impact this world. Hallelujah. And I think that kind of answers the the next question that we were going to talk about, Gabe, is why choose the narrow way? Well, it's pretty simply put, we're choosing Christ, right? And out of that flows every good and every perfect gift, as James puts it. It's choosing, why choose the narrow way, someone might ask? Well, it's choosing Christ, and in Christ is life. In Christ is 
peace. I mean, you go down the list. In Christ, there's there's true fulfillment. And not just personally with him, but then it also, there's fulfillment in relationships that we have with others because he makes our relationships with others more meaningful. Um, I mean, it, it, it gives us identity as a child of God. When, when we're choosing the narrow way, it's, this is what Christ chose. This was who Christ was, you know, in many ways. I mean, it, it just, it, and then last but not least, it's choosing eternal rewards it's it's choosing to suffer for the moment but for eternity to have that intimacy and that relationship with jesus that is full of of rewards and the reward mainly being that fellowship and and that the presence of the lord and i i i think of nate as we're talking about as we've talked in these last four episodes about choosing the narrow way um, I, I, I thought of this picture that I had um, from something that um, just kind of a, a physical picture analogy of, of what it looks like in choosing the narrow way. And that was of a hike that I did um, in a national park here in the U.S. Um, called Zion National Park. And the hike was called the Angel's Landing Hike. Mm. And it's, 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 it's a fairly intense hike. Sounds kind of angelic. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's only about a, a five-mile round trip. And so it's not necessarily super Long, far hike, but it mm. is. Um, it, it's very intense. It's very steep, and it's considered one of the most dangerous hikes in America. Mm. And the reason is because you're hiking up to this up to this point that kind of that sits kind of in the middle area. And in, 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 in your as you're hiking up, as you get to the top, the last half mile of the park is the most. I'll say the most invigorating part. If any of our listeners have done the hike, they know exactly what I'm talking about. The last half mile, you're basically hiking on a narrow area where there's a steep drop off on one side and a mm-hmm. steep drop off on the other i think by the time you get to the top it's about a steep about a thousand foot almost straight down on either side and you're hiking right down the middle of wow. it and then you start to climb up and they have chains that you can hold on to you know when i was there there was some ice because it was still that was still it was in march and there's still some snow and ice and so you're hiking up if you want to talk about a narrow way this was a narrow way there were some places where the path was only probably a few few feet wide wow and so you're hiking on this narrow way steep drop off on one side steep drop on the other and then you're climbing so there's the there's kind of the obstacles that come in the narrow way but i remember as you're pressing into that and it was it was i knew it was gonna be intense but it was even a little more intimidating <laughs> than i thought it would be but uh, but but as as you're climbing and you're climbing and you're looking you've got drop offs on either side but finally when you when you crest the top and you come up the top and you look at you have almost a 360 because you're out on a point a 360 panoramic view mm. uh, that, that that probably more is is just incredible it's probably un, almost unmatched anywhere else mm-hmm. in the country the view that you get from the top mm-hmm. it is just absolutely fantastic and i'll tell you what the reward at the top of the view at the top made walking the narrow way seem like not even a sacrifice you yes. know because it was such a it was such it was the view was worth it yes many times over i'll do it again um and i and i i use that as a picture of the christian life because you know i think sometimes i think especially maybe even for our listeners maybe you've been walking on the narrow way and it's been hard and it's been mm-hmm. difficult and you've had friends maybe that have 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 you know forsook you and you've had you know you've experienced loss and grief and you're walking this difficult way i guess i just want to encourage you our, our listeners to keep pressing on and us to yes. keep pressing on yes. down the narrow way don't give up keep pressing in don't don't give up keep keep pressing upward it may seem narrow because it is narrow and it may seem mm-hmm. hard and it may even seem scary at times trust me when i was on that high climbing on those chains on the ice i was a little scared at times too 
but the view at the top was unmatched. I just mm-hmm. want to encourage you that even if you're going through a difficult season on the narrow way, keep pressing on because God, the, 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 the reward of walking in the narrow way, the intimacy and closeness and the fellowship with the Lord and the way God will work in and through your life as a result is worth it all. And I feel like, Nate, even already, as we, even, even as, 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 as we've walked in the narrow way, you know, to call it a sacrifice almost, almost seems like it is a sacrifice because there's a lot you're turning from, but boy, compared to the measure, Im- immeasurable worth of the one you're turning to, mm-hmm. it doesn't even seem like a sacrifice because of just the joy of of knowing and walking with mm-hmm. him. That that to trade those temporal things for mm-hmm. the joy and the and and the fulfillment of this 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 fellowship, I wouldn't trade it for anything. Yeah, and you know what's interesting, Gabe, about that all is that yes, there is that suffering like we're talking about for. And, and, and we're suffering in many ways in light of, of eternal reward. But here's the beautiful thing is that even while we're suffering, we don't, we don't, God actually is going to show himself strong in that suffering. God is going to pour out his grace during that time. There is going to be more light that comes. And so it's, it's just an, an encouragement to us to not give up, you know, don't don't give in to the temptations of of Satan to be discouraged. Another good example, Gabe, that we have of this command, choose the narrow way, is found in the life of Moses. And I'm going to just real quickly read Hebrews 11, 24 through 26, because it gives such a beautiful picture of someone choosing the narrow way and what that looks like. It says, by faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter choosing rather to suffer affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season, esteeming the reproach of Christ greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect unto the recompense of the reward. And and what a, a, a beautiful picture here of Moses having the option of, of the Broadway um, and, and that leading to, to death and destruction in many ways, and then the narrow way, but in, in that leading to life, and he chose that, and praise God he did, because the Lord used him to deliver the children of Israel out of the the bondage of, of Egypt. And then um, finally, Gabe, I think the greatest, well, I know the greatest example that we have in Scripture is Jesus Christ, and this really b- brings everything down to a point. This kind of culminates everything because really the gate is Christ and the way is Christ. And this is beautifully put in Hebrews 10, starting in verse 19, where it says, having therefore brethren boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, which he hath consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say his flesh, And having a high priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. And then verse 23 says this, let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering, for he is faithful that promised. And let us consider one another to provoke one another unto love and to good works, not forsaking the assembling of yourselves together as the manner of some is, but exhorting one another and so much more as ye see the day approaching. And really, Gabe, just this, 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 this really culminates that the, that the gate is Christ, the way is Christ, and how this 
command is accomplished is through Christ. It's in Christ. And this is just capped off here by 1 Thessalonians 5.24, which says, Faithful is he who calleth you, who also will do it. And Jude 1.24 says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling, to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. And praise the Lord that it's not only Christ that we enter in through into the kingdom, but it is Christ who keeps us in this narrow way. And for our listeners, we hope that if if you haven't had a relationship with the Lord, if you haven't put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, if you haven't chosen to enter in through this straight gate, we just pray that today would be that day. And if you have, and you're a believer in Jesus Christ, our challenge would be to you, are you choosing the narrow way? Are you experiencing that joy and that peace and that hope that comes from walking in a right relationship with the Lord? Again, these episodes are designed to encourage your, encourage you in your walk with the Lord and to encourage you to go deeper and to bear much fruit for God. And so we hope that this has encouraged you. We hope that this has blessed you. And we're looking forward to introducing a new command in the upcoming episodes. We look forward to you joining us then. Thank you for joining us on this journey through the commands of Christ, brought to you by the Home Discipleship Network. If you would like to go deeper in this month's focus, head over to homediscipleshipnetwork.org, where you can download a free study guide to accompany each command. And if today is your first time with us, please subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you will be able to join us each week as we explore the commands of Christ together. That's it for today, and we'll be back with more next week.